Yo, welcome to Off the Record. Today's show, powered by Crossover Media, your one-stop shop for sports and culture, podcasts, and content. Please check us out at Crossover360 on all your social media platforms. And also check out the website at crossoverpodcast.com. That's crossoverpodcast.com. Of course, today I'm joined by the team, the squad, as always. We got Quan, a.k.a. OTR Quan, B.K.A. Big Guap. What up, Quan? <laughs> Happy Saturday, everybody. Great day to be on OTR Sport and, and, and indulge in some, some, some good sports, basketball, football-wise. How's everybody doing? We also got Brandon, a.k.a. OTR Brandon, B.K.A. The Hair Weave Puller. What up, Brandon? <laughs> What's good, yeah? Feeling good, feeling great. And then we have Alex, Mr. Lakers Central 365, BKA, Big Snow. That's right. What up, Alex? What's poppin'? What's going on, man? Let it be known. I was the first to bang Jeezy around our way. Let it be known. You were, you know what? You were riding for Jeezy. Uh, around that time, everybody was riding for 50 Cent. But we're going we gonna to save that for another episode that we got coming up. Yeah, man. Let's get to it. We OTR sporting today. A lot of news, a lot of things going on, especially in the NBA with free agency and the draft that happened recently. But I wanted to start, man, with some unfortunate news. Clay Thompson, man, he suffered a season-ending Achilles tear while working out. He's coming off of another season-ending injury with a ACL tear. So it's a tough break for this brother, man. Obviously. This is huge, huge implications for the Golden State Warriors in their season coming up. But what do you guys think about this unfortunate news, man? I'm going to start with you, Brandon. Uh, Like you said, it's unfortunate. Uh, Clay is most definitely one of the best, if not the best shooter in the league, especially coming off screens, off ball shooter, whatever. Golden State has a lot of talent. I think they're still going to uh, miss him. This will hurt their chances of contending, but uh, I still think they'll be a strong team. Hopefully, uh, Clay comes back healthy, and the Knicks pick him up somehow. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Uh, I know you know. Obviously, you're a Lakers fan, as we can see. You, you Lakers, you Lakers geared up, but you always hate to see this type of stuff. I know this was an injury that Kobe dealt with himself. What do you think about this, man? How do you think? How do you think Golden State will play this out, man? And are they still a playoff team without Clay? Will they, will they make any noise in the playoff without Clay? I mean, well, it sucks that Clay's dealing with this. He tore his ACL, his right ACL, I think, last season, missed all year. Now he's dealing with his left uh, Achilles. They're saying the way the Achilles tore, he will return to 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm always skeptical. Achilles is the worst injury you can have as a basketball player. So I, I, who knows what he looks like post-Achilles. And his father, you know, Michael Thompson's an ex-Laker. So, you know, much respect to the Thompsons. It sucks for him, like. Two years of rehabbing, it's almost like DeMarcus Cousins, two major injuries back-to-back years. You're in the prime of your career. But the good thing about Clay, at least he got paid already. That's the yeah. first thing. He's got three rings. By all accounts, he'll be in the Hall of Fame if he never plays a basketball game again. So there's there's that part of it. Um, in terms of the, the Warriors, there are a lot of people that think that the Warriors roster, there's some of the pieces they've recently added, that they can, they can not only make the playoffs but make noise in the mm-hmm. playoffs as like a – Maybe four or five seed. That's ridiculous. Like it's just that's just that's just ridiculous. Out of the top three teams in the West, everybody else is irrelevant. They really are. As far as as far as Steph goes, he should probably go James, full James Harden, average thirty five a game. But Steph is also thirty three, 
go balls hard, man. Average 30, 35 a game and ride or die with Steph. Otherwise, I mean, the Warriors, at least they got their three rings. That's how I see it. Yeah. Corn, I, I saved you for last, man, because you yourself personally dealt with, um, it wasn't Achilles, but you had a serious knee injury uh, at one point in time. And you, of course, were an athlete. Man, go into a little bit of your recovery and how long it took you to recover and and how you feel now, man. Like, do you think Clay will return to form? Now, mind you, he's coming off of, like Alex said, two serious injuries back-to-back seasons similar to DeMarcus Cousins. Give us a little bit of knowledge on that, Corn, and, and your own experiences with a serious injury like that. Yeah, well, first and foremost, my heart goes out to, to you know, to Clay and his family about this major injury. Achilles is tough. It's tough. It's, it's something the way you're dealing with tendons, not more so muscles. Get Having it reconstructed is, is one thing. And I think the with nowadays with the sports medicine and the doctors, time only tell, but my heart goes out to him because that's a major injury. And then having to go through what he went through in the past with dealing with his 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 previous injuries, pre-existing injuries, the things that he had to go through. So it's tough. So the mental aspect of it, he has to go through that again. You know, the gruel, the wear and tear, the physical therapy, the mental aspect of being able to feel comfortable when he comes back from that particular injury to go and and, and to try to play at a high level to where he once was. So, you, you know, you got to take all that into consideration. The, the great thing about it is he's young. He can somewhat do what he needs to do to to work work it out and to, you know, just to, to try to do the best job he can with, you know, the particular injury that he's facing. But it, it's tough. He's probably having a confidence complex when it, when it comes to that that particular his injury, what he has to do to get back. So it's, it's not going to be easy. But at the same time, he's a professional. He knows what comes with the territory. And, you know, I, I think he'll be able to bounce back. I don't know if he'll be able to bounce back in the sense of how he was before, because like, like I said, when you're dealing with tendons, it's, it's a little bit tricky. And basketball players, you know, you're consistently jumping, consistently using that tendon. So it's only, only time will tell. But, you know, he has to continue to work hard. He has to continue to, you know, if he wants to be at a level and wants to want, if he wants to play at an all pro level and, you know, and, and play high and, and do what he needs to do, then he'll, he'll do what he needs to do. It comes with the territory. So only time will tell, man. Yeah, man, it's it's unfortunately it's unfortunate fortunate for the brother. I, one thing I will say, his biggest strength is his shooting. So I feel like he could come back and still be an effective shooter, a spot up shooter, and that will extend his career for a couple more years. I I think it'll be tough for him to be the defensive player that he was. That was his other strength. Typically guarding the best player on the floor for the other team. I think that'll be tough, man, coming off of these two major injuries, but. He's a shooter. And once you're a shooter, you always got a place in this league. So I think he'll survive and he'll find a place in this league somewhere. Moving on, man, we had the draft this week. There's a lot going on in the NBA, man. And we had the draft, and I'm about to throw up the uh, the draft boards. Here's, here's round one. Of course, we had Anthony Edwards going one out of Georgia. You know, this draft was – it was a solid draft. This, this was, to me, one of those drafts that was filled with players that are – I don't want to call them role players, but like depth, depth guys, like, you know, to give, give your team that extra player that can, that can make some noise. I want to start with you again, Brandon, you know, you're a Knicks fan, as we can see by your, by your, your hoodie, you guys took Obi Toppin, man, number eight. How you feeling about that? And how you feeling about the Knicks draft in general? 
I feel great. Um, I mean, it's on paper. We don't know what these guys, any of these guys are going to do uh, once they get on the floor. I mean, we can make all the predictions we want, but I liked it. Obi Toppin, he seems like a very explosive player. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't watch much college basketball. I don't really pay attention to the prospects until they get drafted. And then that's when I start looking at them. But from what I've seen of, of Obi Toppin, him and Mitch are going to be a problem on the front line. I just hope that we stay healthy. Some of the other picks uh, that we got, we got Emmanuel Quickly from Kentucky. Well, we got him in a trade. I was happy with that. I know Stephen A. Smith was uh, he was making a fuss about how he wanted us to draft a guard, Tyrese Halliburton, which is also an interesting situation there because they extended De'Aaron Fox. So they got two pretty good point guards there. Wonder wonder what they're going to do. But back to the Knicks, we got Emmanuel Quickly, all SEC player, uh, late in the first round. And then, you know, after the draft, we picked up uh, Miles Powell, who is, um, as far as like awards and accomplishments in college, he's just as decorated as the the, the first two uh, guys we got. Uh, he won the Jerry uh, West Award as the best shooting guard, Big East Player of the Year, consensus first team All-American. So we got him after the draft. So I'm, I'm excited about the young players we're bringing in. Uh, we're the youngest team in the league. Stay the course. Stay the course. I like what the front office is doing right now. We're not We're not making desperate moves. We didn't oversell ourselves to get uh, Russ, but I still think that's in in the works. So if, if we bring in Russ, ooh, I might start to talk some shit this year. But go ahead. <laughs> well, we all know that Alex is our resident NBA insider. His team is on this board for making a pick of Jaden McDaniels, but we all know, or if you don't know, that pick was a part of the Dennis uh, Schroeder uh, trade. So, Alex, outside of that deal that you guys made, which I know you're happy with. Any of these picks in the first round, man, that jump out to you or that you think were good fits? I know that you really like LaMelo, LaMelo Ball landing in Charlotte, man. So any picks on this board that uh, you, you think will you think were good picks and, and, and will work out for that team in the long run? I mean, I don't watch a lot of college basketball, and so I'm not as familiar with these guys as Brandon is, I think. As you mentioned, I'm I, I'm a big Lamelo Ball fan. I like James Weissman also. I thought he could have went number one, but you know things played out the way they did. I'm I'm really happy Lamelo ended up in Charlotte. One, the best thing to me to come out of this draft is Lamelo went to cookout when he went to Charlotte. That to me is the best thing to come out of this draft. <laughs> Second part is man, if you're Charlotte, to me it's important to have a, a big name in a place like that. Like why not give Lamelo Ball a try? He's already a brand name, and he's probably the most well known guy on this entire board. So. People in Charlotte, when you're allowed to return to arenas, he's probably going to sell out the arenas. To me, I, I I like it a lot. Other than that, this is one of those drafts where you know people keep saying there's no LeBron or no Shaq at number one, anything like that. But you might look back ten years from now and say, oh, well, they're you know in the middle round, in the middle of the first round, there were guys like there were other guys. Maybe there was a Kawhi or a Kobe or whatever that was drafted later in the round. So it remains to be seen. But I really like Lamelo Ball in Charlotte. Quan, how about you, man? I know I know college basketball and NBA really isn't your thing. You're an NFL guy, but any of these picks, man, stand out to you? I know you got some North Carolina running in your blood, man. So you feeling that LaMelo ball down in that area? And I know I could speak to this and coming down to visit you when you live down there that him making a stop at cookout was a must. Um, somebody hipped him. Somebody had to hip him because whenever I was down there, I had to make a stop. So any picks on here that you feeling, man? Yeah, honestly, I have a few picks. I'm not going to be too long with it, long-winded with it. But for one, yeah, man, those, those Carolina ties, LaMelo Ball pick, I think it was was a really great pick for the city of Charlotte. 
I think the marketing aspect, someone did give him, give him game to actually go to cookout. I think the marketing aspect of that was great. So, you know, that's going to be really big for, for cookout. And I, I think the city just, I think the city pretty much just needs that. I think LaMelo Ball dropping to Charlotte, I think it was great. I think the city needs a superstar to come in and to put behinds in the seats, um, sell tickets, and bring that particular stardom to Charlotte. I think it's time. So I think that was great. The other pick I'm, I'm really intrigued about is the Cole Anthony pick. He was a Carolina guy as well. We're from New York, but he played at UNC, the Tar Heels, and he was he was he was rated pretty pretty good, pretty high as a point guard. So I want to see that pick. I'm I'm really intrigued about what Orlando's going to do with that. You know, I just I just want to see I just want to see the young brother do well in his NBA career. Now I like the Wizards. So <laughs> the, the the ninth pick we 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 got the guy from Israel, Denny Avajia. If I'm pronouncing right. the last name correct, I'm sorry if I if I chopped it up. We'll run with that. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, a guy from Israel, he was rated high coming out, coming coming from Israel. So, I want to see what he can do. I want to see what type of energy he can bring. He was a you know first pick, ninth overall. So he's going to have some minutes. So he's going to have he's going to have a chance to kind of shine and see what he can do. And the 26th pick, Peyton Pritchard. I'm a little bit intrigued with this guy as well, coming from the Pac-10 Player of the Year. So I want I want to see what he can bring to the Celtics. Yeah, man, that, that those those were all all good names, man, that you pointed out. I, I want to point out number ten, Jalen Smith, man, your local guy, Baltimore kid, played for the Terps. I wasn't expecting him to go in the top ten. I was expecting him to go in the top in the first round, but I was happy to see that. I think Jalen Smith will thrive with a point guard like CP3 to get his career going. So shout out to him. There's a couple local kids, man, that win the first round. So shout out to those guys as well. I'm going to throw up here. The second round, man, anybody, any of y'all want to jump in any of these picks stood out to y'all? I will, I'll start, man. I, I'll start at 32 with Vernon Carey Jr. Uh, going to Charlotte. I thought Charlotte had a really, really good draft with those first two picks. But I was surprised, man. I almost forgot about him until his name was called. I was surprised that he fell to the second round. I believe he was ACC player of the year, put up solid numbers. So I was a little surprised that he that he fell out of the first round. I think this was the first year that Kansas, Duke, and I think it was one other of the bigger the, the bigger name schools or the grassroots schools that didn't have a player going the first round, which is wild. And like this is like in twenty years or something, which is crazy. So that's my guy. Any any of y'all can jump in here, but any of these names jump out to you or that you're excited about or that you're interested in seeing uh, get their NBA career started. Uh, Trey Jones sticks out, point guard at Duke. I'm guessing he fell to the second round because because of his size. I mean, Coach K usually puts some at least some good uh, rotational players into the league. No, nobody else really. I I don't know any of these guys. What? But uh, I mean, if you want to talk about folks that fell though, uh, what what was interesting to me is that Kentucky, uh, back to like Emmanuel quickly and, and Maxi, they they got drafted uh, late in the first round, like. Kentucky players usually they their top players are usually drafted at least in the top twenty. They they fell damn near to the second round, but no, nah, I, I the only one that really sticks out to me here that that I know about oh maybe Kenyon Martin Jr. I wonder if he apparently he's not as good as his dad was, but uh, Trey Jones sticks out to me. I, I I like to see how he does in San Antonio. I think coming from Duke to San Antonio that that's a that's a pretty good fit. What about you, Alex? Any any of these names, man, that jump out to you? shocked that they fell or you looking forward to seeing what they do in the league 
I, I wish all these guys success in the NBA, man. I, <laughs> I have no idea who these dudes are. I, I, another name, man, I'll say, I'll say Nico Mannion, man, going to Golden State. And I don't know if they kept that pick or if they traded it, but if they do, if they do have it, uh, he could be a name too that does some things for that Golden State team, uh, especially with the injuries that's going on. Quan, what about you? Any of these other, any of these names that uh, jump out to you? Yeah, I mean, much success to all of them, all the youngins that are going into the NBA. So it's a major jump. Uh, for me, it's Kenyon Martin Jr. Um, I've been reading up on him, and we all know about Kenyon Martin, senior, his father, uh, the way he's played and what he brought to the game and how scrappy he was. I want to see what he's going to do, honestly. I want to see if he's going to bring that same intensity that, you know, his father brought. Of course, you know, those are some big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, he's going to have the guidance from his dad. And as well, you know, he's 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 going to have the coaching. He's, I mean, so he's going to Sacramento team that's not really going anywhere at the moment. <laughs> so, I mean, he'll have some time to to polish up his skills. So I want to see what he's going to do. Yeah, King King Martin Jr. Man, his story. He had a little his his route to the NBA is interesting. He didn't go the traditional route. I think he did sign initially with Vanderbilt, I believe, but he didn't play. I think he might have did another. I don't know. He he did a prep year or a year professional something like that that he did. So maybe that's why he fell because he didn't go the traditional route with the college and playing a year in college and stuff like that. So. But shout out to him and getting drafted. Shout out to all these young boys. And I do agree with you, Alex, man. This is one of those drafts, like you said, there wasn't no any can't miss players in this draft, right? Usually you got one and you got a future. Sometimes there's a draft where you don't have the Anthony Davises and you know the, the players that you know are gonna star in this league. But this could end up being one of those deep drafts that one of those unexpected deep drafts because it's it's full of players that you know, may not be all-stars or may not be superstars, I'll say, but might may end up being all-stars later on in their career. So shout out to all the, the young boys living their dream, getting drafted to the NBA. It's a big step. So much success to them. Hey, y'all. It's your boy, OTR Brandon. Thank you for checking out this segment of OTR Sports, powered by Crossover Media. Be sure to check out our live broadcasts on Saturdays, And be sure to follow us on all social media platforms on the Off The Record Podcast. See y'all in the next segment. Peace.